I was thinking about topics to, to discuss today, and um, this question came to me. How would you describe this golf season? And for me, the answer is, is very simple, tumultuous. Perhaps the most, most tumultuous season I've ever seen for sure. I don't know about ever, ever, but this has got to be right up there. With uh, the LIV tour, uh, suspensions, resignations, um, acrimony, threats, money being thrown around like Monopoly money. Um, it's just been the darndest season. And there have been great golf. There's been great golf played as well, but all this other stuff. Um, still trying to uh, wrap my mind around all this, because uh, you know you look at it and you say right off the top, well, you know that's the um, that's the LIV's attempt at um, quote unquote grow the game which is baloney, and to do that, they have to start their own little league. Um, uh, shotgun starts, 54 holes. Um, the only thing that's not, the only thing that doesn't play, take place at an LIV event is a college marching band uh, going down the first fairway. So when they do this, there, there's got to be a response, or we assume there would be a response, from the PGA Tour. And there was one. Well, there, were, there have been several, actually. But the most significant thing, I think, is um, <laughs> while people may look at the LIV as uh, simply a nuisance. And that may turn out to be right, although with the money that they have backing them, maybe that's not going to happen. But the PGA Tour didn't do anything initially thinking that what they did was the standard and guys would be, you know, happy to play uh, for the kind of money that they've been offering them. Well, the Live Tour kept ramping it up, kept um, pulling guys away from the tour to play over there with big guarantees and a complicated pay system. And the PGA Tour says, okay, we're done playing now. Here's what we're going to do. And I'm assuming that, that a lot of you saw this this week. They announced a bunch of changes. And, of course, while everybody says it's not about the money, it's absolutely about the money. And they have jumped up purses, uh, have, uh, what, $46 million incremental addition to the total purse level for 2000, 2022 and 23. 
That's a statement. Well, let's just go through a couple of these things. The FedEx Cup playoffs. Uh, the FedEx St. Jude Championship will have a $20 million winner's uh, purse next year. BMW Championship, $20 million. The Tour Championship and the FedEx Cup bonus pool will be $75 million. The Genesis Invitational, Arnold Palmer Invitational, the Memorial Tournament, and the WGC Dell Match Play Championship all bump their purses up to $20 million. The Century Tour Tournament of Champions in Hawaii will be $15 million. They say that down the road they'll be announcing four additional what they call elevated events who have purses of at least $20 million each and then more will be added, um, as I said earlier, like $46 million more. The Players' Championship will now be $25 million and uh, there will be uh, three additional FedEx Cup events that the players can choose to play in uh, as, as we move forward. And obviously it's a moving target. Um, we wait now for the Live Tour's next volley. Um, you know, they're getting to the point where if they haven't gotten the biggest names in golf yet, they're, they're not going to get them. You know, Tiger was offered between $750 million and $900 million to join the Live Tour. He turned them down. Roy McIlroy, um, Spieth, Thomas, all those guys, they've been offered money, big money, and they're not going. So there aren't that many more true superstars left for the Live Tour to go after. So it's going to be very interesting to me to see what their next strategy is. I think, as well as uh, a lot of people much smarter than I, think that the LIV Tour was really took one in the midsection when they lost that lawsuit initially to allow those three guys um, whose names I can't remember um, kept them from playing in, in the uh, first playoff event. And, and this is where the, the, the rub comes with all this. These people, these guys who have gone over there say, well, this is a great opportunity for us. We can play less, which will give us more time to spend with our families. But, hey, we want to play in the four majors um, in the United States and would like to play in some of these big events too. Well, wait, wait a minute here. <laughs> How does that work? You want to play less, get paid more, and then pick and choose the tournaments that you'd like to play back on the PGA Tour. Uh, that's, I, I can't imagine under what circumstances that's going to fly um, because the PGA Tour has been very direct and very clear. If you go, then you resign your membership 
or you're suspended, one of the others, and you you will not be allowed to play in tour events. Now, the, the Masters, uh, PGA Championship, U.S. Open, and the Open Championship are all separately run events, so they can do whatever they want to do, pretty much, as to who's in their field, who's not. They've, they've been allowed in, in a couple of those, and some of them they haven't been allowed in. Uh, I, I don't know. That, to me, this is just the epitome of what's wrong with society as general. You want to do everything you want to do with nobody telling you what you can do, and you want to go back and play some more of the fun tournaments that you had back in the PGA Tour. That boggles my mind. And, and while I have never had any positive feelings for the Live Tour, I, I will say that um, I think the PGA Tour comes off a little badly and I've seen uh, posts that say Phil was right. The fact that the PGA Tour came out and just spent oodles and oodles of money kind of confirms what some players have been saying all along, that they should be played, paid more money. The PGA Tour has is well stocked in money. And they probably could have done this anytime. And by this I mean jacking up the prize, uh, the prize pools and the uh, payouts. Uh, but they chose not to. Why they did it now is pretty simple, I think. You know, they're, they're getting heat from uh, this LIV tour and, and they want to respond. So now we're going to be in a back and forth. You know, there's already a lawsuit um, in the works for two th January, I think, of 2024. And that's going to be a battle royale. And, and who knows? Who, I mean, even if the tour wins this lawsuit, is that going to make the LIV tour go away? Probably not. They're probably going to still be here. And eventually, they'll force the PGA Tour to spend more money. So, <laughs> for the Tour, the next couple years, they have a lot of work to do. Not just on putting up tournaments and, and you know, that sort of thing, but they've got to start coming up with some real solid stuff in their defense um, so that they don't get run over by the, by the live tour. Um, I never thought, and I'll finish that sentence so don't add your own ending to that, um, I never thought I'd see the day where um, another league, quote, uh, tour would jump so quickly and so largely a jump 
and put themselves in a position to be a major, major pain in the side uh, of the, the PGA Tour. But here we are. So is that going to change the game? Yeah, I, th I think it is. Um, the best thing for us is, as fans and media, is we just sit back, buckle our seatbelt, and enjoy the ride. See where it all goes. You know, we're not paying out to millions and millions of dollars. We can just watch somebody else do it. So, that's my diatribe about the uh, state of golf as we know it.